And the fact that Cronenberg immediately distinguishes himself from Romero as someone doing something different with it. Because, because like for me, rabid, I'd, I have uh, I, I like it and I, I, I think that he does a lot of cool stuff in it. But the one thing that is a little weaker for me is that he plays by the Romero playbook in that one a little bit more. I, yeah, like it's a little bit. Yes, uniquely Cronenberg, except for the stuff that happens with the Marilyn Chambers main character and her wound right. outside of that stuff, like the military stuff, the mall stuff, like that's all stuff that Romero look. has already done. Yeah. And the thing with Cronenberg uh, um, doesn't have the same money to really, really pull off as well. But this one, like he really, th- the way that the horror is sequenced as like an act of sexual transformation and liberation um, and that it, it begins as sexual violence. And then when it's over, it's like these people are new people right. and the way that that infects the entire apartment complex and even just locating everything inside of an apartment complex. I know that you've never read it or seen the adaptation, but it reminded me a lot of, um, JG Ballard's high rise, okay. which Ben Wheatley turned into a film just a couple years ago. It's a pretty good adaptation. Um, but yeah, like watching it. this, I was like, dude, how Cronenberg needs to adapt this because this is honestly almost as solid of an adaptation because that movie is about um, like an apocalyptic class societal breakdown inside the image of like a corporate apartment complex. It was like this idea of like these totally like almost anti-human structures, these brutalist structures built, and then you stuff people in them, and then basically having like a Snowpiercer-esque looking, like the poor people live at the bottom, the rich people at the top, and that breakdown happening and going into like full unhinged, uh, like animalistic violence and depravity. And like, here's Cronenberg doing that like shortly after the novels come out in like a, on a hundred thousand dollars in a Canadian apartment complex. And it, it, it seems kind of quaint, but like he really does capture like those anxieties and the energy of, of that. And again, there's a similar critique of how like we dress ourselves up and organize ourselves with like this lavish paint job. I love that opening montage of the Styliner tower apartments. It's like a slideshow. Oh and yeah. Like, and he's look got at that- our awesome building. It's like an advertisement. Yeah, he's like, there's he's tennis, that old there's lounging narrative voice where he's just like, isn't this wonderful? Look at all the tennis courts. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you he, live he luxuriously. Sounds like, <laughs> he almost sounds a bit like uh, the Hal 9000 voice. Yeah, yeah uh, a little bit. Yeah. There is like a, a robotic element to his humanity, like for sure. While, while you're being toured through the, this, this complex, Another thing. Oh yeah, and, and I was gonna say sorry. One thing I forgot to bring up too. Sure. Also, uh, J.G. Ballard uh, wrote Crash. I forgot to mention. So he also oh. later ad- literally adapted Ballard, which is how I know that he's a fan of Ballard. So I'm like, dude, you yeah. were basically just doing your own riff on fucking High Rise, <laughs> and uh, it, it also makes the the cheapness of the production like not hurt it as much. Yeah, because like the whole point is that they are in like an antiseptic, like apartment building. So the fact that he just shot it in like an apartment building without like much lighting, he just kind of like it, it, the environment is part of his critique in that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, you continue on with where you were heading. Well, I was just, uh, cause we were speaking on the way that, that he does, um, like I, I, I would say creatures or zombies or whatever, but they're not like, and that's kind of what I like about this film is that the way that he visualizes them is they're just normal people. And, uh, 
Uh, well, at least for the most part, there are parts. Obviously, yeah, they're, they're, they're normal people, but they talk a little more blankly, and they're yes. really horny. Yeah, yeah. But there's one specific because because at first they try not to rape you. That's a really important distinction, I think. Right. It's kind of like a, I just want to make love. It's just yes. if you don't also want to, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's, yeah. that's the problem with the with the with the parasite overall. Um, yes. But uh, but one specific scene that that really got to me on a visual level and it's nothing special really it's just it's the it's that representative that kind of takes people through the the complex and he has this very um fake uh happiness about him where he's just like like there's just something sleazy about him but it's never oh yeah really reveals what it is he's he's the face of that corporate sheen trying to like cover up what's happening like remember when that couple comes in later in the film and they're like yeah, we're just uh, we've been hearing some noise complaints or something, and the guy's like, "Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> yeah. great." And I'm like, it. "Dude, you've seen what's happening." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what he does is he leads uh, either one or two people into this room, and then as soon as they get into the room, it's just a wide shot of everybody like making out, and then he just closes the door, locks it, and they all just swarm the the person. And there's nothing yeah. to it in the sense of like. Like this, you know, there's not like blood and or, or foam coming from the mouth that we get from like rabid. Uh, it's yeah. just purely you see these very happy parasitic people just swarming this person to sexually assault them. And it's just so it, there's nothing like special and in, insanely about the filmmaking, but it's just that that wide shot is just so disturbing to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh because this par- this these parasitic people view it as such a normal thing to do and uh, mm. it's just it's just well, that, frightening that i feel like is 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 really important to the cronenberg um sort of like worldview i guess is because i uh, he was clearly inspired a little bit by the 60s sexual re- revolution right. you know like but also scared were- of it <laughs> Well, they, they were talking about this idea of like, you know, of 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 liberation and, you know, tra- challenging like traditional codes of behavior related to, you know, like sexuality and and such. Um, and when this came out, people were like some people did critique it and were upset about this film because they viewed it as like a critique of. The-